so I wanted to talk to people about God and my relationship with him and know that for many people that are agnostic it's hard to believe that there is a good God that loves people in in a world that is so um and where so many bad things are happening but um I don't think that we we uh should blame God because of the acts of man and I think God has made a way for us to live in a better world we just um oftentimes decide not to heed his advice for our lives and therefore we we live the consequences of our actions which often are negative and so um I think one of the ways that we can get to know God is is through scripture, uh, through the Bible. And again, this is an area where many people question the veracity of the Bible. But what I would say, or the the integrity of it, is um, take a look for yourself at the evidence. And if we look, for example, at um, the Dead Sea Scrolls, the book of Isaiah, there, there is a an entire book that was found and is preserved in a super secret safe area in, in by the Israeli government um, because it's it it basically um, in I say it, it's evidence for them to show that they have a claim to that land for now what is thousands of years which is basically the story that we see in the Bible right with with Abraham starting coming from or uh, and going into the the land of Canaan, which is modern day Israel, and uh, what I wanted to, to bring up this, with this the scrolls is the fact that when it's translated from the original language Hebrew to modern language, uh, we see that the the modern Bible that we have is still has the exact same message, and I say is the is the longest book of the Bible, and so the fact that it was preserved and Today we can translate that scroll and the text that comes out, the meaning is the same. I just think it shows that, uh, that God has kept the integrity of the Bible. And I think many people think that the, the Bible has been translated from language to language. But the truth is that the Bible uh, that we have today, um, at least if it's done correctly, it's always translated from the original language into the modern language. And so most of it is Greek and Hebrew. So with that said, um, I want to go over some of the promises that God has in the Bible um, that he speaks and um, that we as Christians believe in. And this is why we, we have peace and hope and joy, because we believe in these promises. And the reason, again, if, if you're very agnostic, why we believe in these promises is because we, we, we see them, right? We, we see I personally have seen when I'm faithful to God how, um, and even when I'm not faithful to God, how he's, you know, taking care of me in my life. Um, and I've seen even spiritual, um, spiritual things happen, you know, and, um, or things that happen in a supernatural way that um, are not just natural, right? And so I think that... Um, there's a lot of wisdom, even if, if you still decide to to not believe in in the Bible or in God. 
Um, there's a lot of wisdom that comes from from the Bible, from reading the books. Uh, King Solomon, who wrote Proverbs, a big part of Proverbs, was um, was known in that time and still till this day as one of the wisest men on earth. And um, one of the things that, that he speaks about in Ecclesiastes in the very first chapter is how he tried so many things. He tried everything. He, he tried to find pleasure in wine and women and all kinds of things that the world can offer. And, and he found that the only thing that's really worth it in this life is doing the will of God. So um, I think oftentimes the reason that we don't really pay attention to the text is because we, we, we don't understand that this life is temporary. And so, or we think that this life is temporary, but then, you know, we don't realize that, that we also have eternal, right? Uh, that we are eternal beings. And so in this earth, I think it's really more like a test. We're, we're brought here to uh, fulfill a purpose, to learn. And we, it's, it's not a very long time that we have in this earth. And, and so it's important for us to uh, really take advantage of the time that we have here, but understanding that we are eternal beings. And so the reason I want to share more about this and the gospel, which is the good news, is because I, I understand that this life will pass away. And I am secure in my faith through Jesus Christ. I am going to heaven, not because of my own merit, or because I deserve it, but because of grace, right, which is the good news. But not everybody believes in Jesus. Nobody, not everybody knows about Jesus. And so I want people to get to know um, the, the Bible, right? Because I think oftentimes we base our understanding off of religion or the interpretation of man. But when we look at the scriptures themselves, we, we see that, um, that God is sovereign that he is in charge and when everything's happened is because he allows it to happen and so don't understand why god does certain things um or he allows for certain things to happen but i think um a lot of it is he knows that Unfortunately, people won't really seek of God oftentimes unless they're going through hardships. And I know when I first became a Christian, it was because I felt like I was going through hardship, right? And I had heard about God. I grew up knowing about God, but I hadn't made Jesus my personal Savior. And so this event... um made me get closer to God and want to seek God. And thankfully, you know, God is good. And he's shown me so much more um, since that time. And I don't want to make this one too long. So I just want to test from my own experience. I remember when, when uh, I made the decision, I was 16 years old and I decided to get baptized, which is a public manifestation that you are dying to your flesh and being racing, you're raised up with Christ and you are, living a new life and I remember when I when I came out of the water just my, my spirit I felt totally different I really felt like a new person and the most amazing thing is that I felt like I had 
a, a super close communion with God where I didn't even have to, to tell him anything. He kind of would almost answer some of my thoughts or questions or prayers before I could even, you know, say them out loud. And I just remember feeling his presence so close to my heart and how amazing it was to, to start that relationship. And it's not to say that it's always for me been, um, like I've always followed God in that, in that way, or that my relationship with God has always been that strong, but that's, it's not because of God, it's because of me. And at times where I have, um, you know, gotten farther, further away from God. And, and I think oftentimes the reason that we do that is because we uh, want to follow our own desires and those don't necessarily go in accordance to what God wants for our lives. And so we oftentimes say, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to be the one that decides and we push God aside. And, you know, God is good and he's merciful and he's patient. And that's what love is, right? And so because he loves us, you know, he, he has all those traits towards us. And so when we seek him again, you know, which is the, the story of the prodigal son, when we come back to the father, he doesn't say, well, you know, I told you so. And you know, it's the story of this guy who, who, who gets his inheritance and goes and spends it all in prostitutes and ends up eating with the pigs because he didn't have any more money after splendoring on it. And then he comes back, he says, well, at least I'm going to be a servant in my father's house because at least they have, uh, they're not eating with the pigs. And so he gets back and he's like, hey, I'm so sorry, father. And before he can even get to his, to his dad, his dad runs out of the house to greet him with a hug and tells him, my son, I'm so glad that you came. Let's make a feast for your return. And the son was ready to tell him, and he tells him, hey, well, I'm sorry I've sinned. I made the mistake. Please make me a servant. And the father says, no, I'm going to restore you, and let's kill the, the fattest calf so we can um, celebrate your return. And, and I think that's, that's God's heart, right? Um, that's what he is teaching us with that parable, is that his heart is, and, and the biggest revelation that I didn't understand until recently is that God is like a, he's a father. Um, there's a, a verse where it says like that Jesus is, is revealing the name of God to us. And what he means by that is that he's revealing the name of God as the father. Um, and this was a huge revelation that at the time, you know, was seen as blasphemy, but, um, that's what Jesus brought as an understanding as a, as a ministry is that God wasn't a distant God that doesn't care about us, that he's like a father that does care about the, about us, that knows us. And, you know, there's those parables where it says, well, if your if your child asks you for bread, you're not going to give him a snake. Right. And so if, if you who are human and are imperfect are able to do good works unto your children, how much more will God do good things for his children? And so this is where, Faith starts to come in, right? Where we need to believe uh, that God is is there and that He's good and that He's taking care of us. And I think the more we trust it, the more we can give Him room to show us that this is the case, right? And um, it's really amazing to to tr- to when you see these things happen, when you start to trust God, and you see that things start to fall into place and work out. So that was just uh, 
a brief intro in terms of like why I want to talk about God and, and uh, what the Bible says and who Jesus revealed that God is and why I think it's important is, is because this world is, is so far away from, um, from God today and, and from the values and from the morals that um, he taught us in order to have a society that, that flourishes. And so, um, you know, I think on a personal level, what it, what it leads for people is, is they have a lack of hope, lack of uh, peace, lack of joy, and they're seeking to get fulfilled with the things of the world that cannot fill them. Um, and so I want to bring, you know, the, the bread of life. And Jesus said, I am, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And he also said, I am, I am that fountain of water. And if you drink from me, you shall never thirst again. And he also said that my yoke is easy. And so it's worth it. It's worth it to, to follow God. Um, and, and what that means is we need to put ourselves second, to put him first, to make him our Lord. Um, but, you know, ever since I, I decided to do that, I've only seen good things come out of it um, my life, in my life. And I, I see God working in my life every single day in amazing ways. Um, and sometimes it doesn't feel like God is there, but he is, right? He's always there. He's always with us. And so we just need to remember that he's there, right? And that he cares for us and that he loves us and that if we decide to reach out to him, he will be there for us as well. So I want to invite you to reflect upon your life and maybe times where you have neglected God. And perhaps this could be a time for you to open up yourself towards uh, seeking God and let him show you who he is.